live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 7.12 on Wisconsin's Morning News, as we've been reporting through the week, hundreds of thousands of Israeli troops amassed on the border with Gaza. It appears a ground assault is imminent. Yes, it looks like it could happen at any time. They're ordering an evacuation of northern Gaza. Israel's military told 1.1 million people living in northern Gaza that they must evacuate to the south in the next 24 hours. The notice was given to the U.N. Humanitarian Affairs Division and the U.N.'s Department of Safety and Security in Gaza and includes the entire population, including U.N. staff and U.N. schools and health centers. So just chaos right now in Gaza. Meanwhile, Hamas is urging residents to stay put. Well, okay. Um, Israel's military invested tremendous resources for a scenario like this. I- I'm so interested in how you go about this type of ground offensive. They, they've actually built a training base in the southern desert meant to replicate this urban landscape that they're going to be going through. Um, basically, they're looking at a better chance of killing top Hamas leaders if they are on the ground in Gaza and potentially and hopefully rescuing hostages. And but- reducing the collateral civilian damage right. as well if you're engaging face-to-face I, uh, dangerous as that however is. maybe not such an assault all but guarantees far higher casualties on How both higher sides than bombings it would things. involve street-by-street battles with hamas militants who've had okay. years to prepare they have tunnels they have traps the intel there is very low as far as what we already know about it israel's government is under intense pressure from the public to topple hamas which has ruled gaza since 07 Of course, they have more than 350,000 army reservists now called in. Um, So this idea, I I don't even process how you do that, how you go in to an urban environment, some of these areas that have been destroyed already. You don't know about tunnels. You don't know about hidden things. You don't know about IEDs that potentially could be there. Plus, I don't know how you know who's a citizen and who's a Hamas militant. Exactly the thing that our military faced, be it in Afghanistan, be it in Iraq, in the Mideast Wars, that we already and saw. That was always, right? Brandon, that was always an issue, right? Like ne- not knowing who's considered an insurgent or or who's considered a civilian? Yeah, I think you can almost, Vinny, I mean, you're, to your point, you're right. Iraq and Afghanistan, for sure, we never knew. And sometimes it was a, women and children, you know, that was sent out. Strapped. To, you something. know, do what they had to do. Um, sometimes it was males dressed up as women because we weren't allowed to engage women. Um, but you could really all go back all the way to Vietnam, too. It was kind of like the... Uh, you know, the, the warfare there in Vietnam was kind of unknown who was who. So it's, it's a tactic that's been in use, unfortunately, for quite some time. So mm-hmm. Israeli military, as of now, says no decision has yet been made on whether or not a ground offensive will take place. And pointing out our, our expert here, uh, Brandon, who normally does the sports with us in the morning, is producing the show today. An Iraq war veteran himself was engaged in exactly this type of warfare for many years. 7.15 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> This morning for folks waking up in Waukesha, the vast majority are showering in Lake Michigan water. You found that interactive map. Where do you find this thing so people can look if they want to? It's on the Waukesha City front page. So if you go to the Waukesha page, government page, you can find it. You just Google Waukesha water or whatever. Then you can click on this thing and you can see how far the Lake Michigan water has sort of permeated the system. And it's pretty much everybody at this point. City turned on the spigot to the more than quarter billion dollar project to provide water to the city of Waukesha from Lake Michigan. Waukesha had to do it. It's 
deep water aquifer in the ground was running low, tainted with radium. Waukesha needed to find an alternative to its water source situation. Actually, many American communities do or may face in the future, which underscores the statement that I've often made on the show. In terms of resources, what regions hold power, the potential for wealth, water is the new oil. Or is it maybe even more than that? Water is more than the new oil. There are alternatives to oil, but we don't have alternatives for water. We are here in the Great Lakes region with this incredible supply of fresh water. And it's necessary for all aspects of our life without substitutes. Fascinating conversation I had this week with Professor Melissa Scanlon. She is with UWM School of Freshwater Sciences. She's the director of the Center for Water Policy there. So, as you can imagine, a pretty exciting week over there. I bet. <laughs> right? I hadn't thought of it that way either. That's fascinating. Oil you can find a replacement for, right. an alternative for. And look no, at what, not for water. Right. Look at what oil has done for the balance of geopolitical power yeah. across the world. You know, the oil-rich countries have power. Great they have point. wealth, right? So I wanted to talk with her, though, because we've gotten many questions in the run-up to this event, Waukesha getting its water from Lake Michigan. A lot of questions. I've seen them even coming through on the text line. What does this mean for the Great Lakes? Does this mean other thirsty communities here in the U.S., say the Southwest, for example? What's to prevent them from dipping a big fat straw into this major freshwater resource? Although they're massive, only 1% of the water in the Great Lakes is renewed every year through rainfall. And the Great Lakes governors and Canadian premiers were concerned about that, and they were motivated by concerns that large exports of water could potentially start happening from the Great Lakes. And Professor Scanlon telling us what set the stage for what we've talked about, the Great Lakes Compact, that now governs and widely restricts water from being taken outside the Great Lakes Basin. That is, rainwater that falls drains into the Great Lakes as opposed to another region. So Waukesha is outside the Great Lakes Basin. Let me draw the picture for you. If you drive on I-94, you're westbound out of the zoo interchange. You're headed toward, ironically, Lake Country. <laughs> if you drive up that big hill, right? In fact, you see it on the traffic cams always, right? All you see is taillights. Mm-hmm, the headlights mm-hmm. are coming at you. The taillights go in the other direction. That huge hill as you approach Sunny Slope Road, that is the subcontinental divide. Water east of there flows back into the Great Lakes, into Lake Michigan. West of there in Wisconsin, it ultimately flows down to the Mississippi River. So given what I just told you, communities outside the Great Lakes Basin cannot access Great Lakes water. How is Waukesha pulling this off? A Waukesha diversion fits into the exception for communities and counties that straddle the Great Lakes Basin boundary line. So water approved for diversion to these really nearby communities has to be treated and returned to the basin of origin in the Great Lakes. So there are provisions, a lot of hoops you have to jump through, including the fact that Waukesha is going to send its treated wastewater back to Lake Michigan. It will do that ultimately through the Root River. So all good this time. The compact seems to be working as designed, but we'll see. Professor Scanlon, director of UWM Water Policy, predicts there could be future tests, challenges, if you will, to this landmark agreement. A major test to the compact would arise, I think, if a Great Lakes state faced a water crisis in a part of the state that was entirely outside of the Great Lakes Basin. And that would raise the question, you know, would the governor of that state stick to the compact and deny water to its own citizens? An agreement only as solid as those willing to adhere to it. So we will see, right, as Lake Michigan water now flows to homes and businesses throughout Waukesha, 
Rest of the Great Lakes region is watching closely to see how that all plays out, and so are other thirsty communities beyond. News about your money this morning. WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update Dow Jones Industrial Average was off about 174 points to 33,634. NASDAQ closed down as well, about 85 points to 13,574. The S&P at 43.50, that was down about 27 points. Annex Ignite, Annex Comprehensive Wealth, Annex Private Client. They'll meet you where you're at. Details at AnnexWealth.com. Well, now hang on. <laughs> I mean, an elevator was involved. <laughs> this doesn't work? Was there love in the elevator? No, no, not yep. really. All right, let's Other than me not. loving my coffee, that I was happy that I had it. Let's start okay, with we this. We have to reset this. Here's the video. Morning, everyone. How you doing? Friday morning. I might add, it's Friday the 13th. Get to work about five minutes early. Not a problem. Cool. Get into the elevator with my little fob thing that allows me to do this legally. And I'm stuck. That's right. I'm stuck in the ever-loving elevator. <laughs> she was stuck in the elevator. I got yep. the text. <laughs> Debbie, your text killed me. this yeah. morning. Phone buzzes. Hey, I am stuck in the elevator. <laughs> Very calmly. And in between floors, Deb. Yes, it started on the second floor and went uh, almost down a little bit. And all of a sudden, poof. I'm like, uh, um, no. Poke, 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 buttons, fob, button, fob, button, ring the bell, ring the phone thing, nothing. So it's like it just turned off. I don't and, know. And how did you feel when the person we sent out to be an intermediary was Steve Scafidi. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, help's on the way. Oh, Mayor Steve Scafidi was very comforting okay. and standing there and, you know, doing his due diligence of taking video as they were rescuing me. So. Well, my favorite part was, so I ran out there, um, well, Adam and I first tried to, like, see if we could help <laughs> with, by to, pressing the with button. With their capes flapping <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> but Truth. My favorite part, though, is that we, so Steve, we needed someone to sit and wait to let the fire department in. So he goes out there. So then I come out just to check on you guys. And I see like a firefighter look up at you through, because he could see you through the glass. Yep. And like basically put his arms up like, well, how are we going to get uh, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I'm sitting there waving. Hello. How you doing? It was comfortable in there. The only thing I, I needed was a comfy chair. So, you know, and somebody on the text line actually had a good point. You know, good thing I didn't finish my coffee up there because otherwise I'd have a whole other problem. We wondered about that, actually. <laughs> so that, that part was good as well? Everything was fine. Yep. Yep. The, they, they lowered a ladder for me and I climbed out. And it was about a foot and a half of space between the second floor and the top of the elevator. So I squeezed through, praying that the thing wouldn't start <laughs> while I was in the middle. And uh, they pulled me out and everything is groovy. Okay. So. Glad you're okay. There's a lot of concern for you on the text line and, and the social media. Yes, Friday Good. the 13th, people. 745 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. You got this big cake, and you know what? Great. Innovator. You only get a sliver of it, and there's no ice cream. So you only have that small sliver. You take one bite, and then the waiter comes over and grabs it and says, you're out of here. Here's the check. 
because that's how this Brewer season went to me. And Packers Hall of Famer. It's like Maria Antoinette used to say. You know? <laughs> we, the Brewers only got the cake. They didn't even get to eat it. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Tauscher, I know you saw it on Thursday Night Football because you posted about it. This Describe it, E. So every head coach, at least the offensive coordinators, have like a laminated call sheet for the football games. And they'll look at it, and there's usually on both sides, and they'll cover their mouth when they call off their play just to make sure no one is taking advantage or trying to steal the sign or whatever, Cheap. if you will. Yeah, cheat. Yes, thank you, Tausch. Yeah, and there's yeah. this really tight shot at the end of the third quarter. They showed Sean Payton, the head coach of the Denver Broncos, who, by the way, had a rough game. But anyway, um, he sits and looks <laughs> at the – he's staring at his sheet. He's covering his mouth. But the camera shot is so tight, you can see all the plays. You can see all the plays at his disposal, if you will, on his sheet. It made me wonder if like that could end up becoming a problem for him moving forward. Uh, well, yeah, it certainly should. And I think, um, first off, I don't know if I'm Sean Payton or anybody that's dealing with Amazon. You don't do that. You don't don't get the camera and zoom zoom into that degree. Uh, there's plenty of other people, Belichick and the Patriots, allegedly, that used to do things similar to that. So. Uh, people are always looking for an edge. And in professional sports, it's crazy, the edges that you look for. You scout things and you do all this. And then for Sean Payton now, I guarantee you, you you'll see teams pick up a quarterback that was on their practice squad so that they come in and they'll sit with them and say, oh, you know, what you know? What signals might this look like? What might happen here? And you want to g- glean as much information as you can. Well, now Joe Barry and all of the Packers, I guarantee you, they're going to look at that call sheet, and Sean Payton's going to have to reassess how they all know what plays are there anyways, but now you know, oh, he likes this in the two-minute. I, mean, I read it. It's like the, the Cheesecake Factory menu. You could look through. He's got the litany of things. <laughs> Short yardage goal line. Uh, what I like on blitz packages and cover two beaters. And so the the Packers will undoubtedly look at this. And now Sean Payton and his staff, not that, as Eric, you just said, not that they don't have enough stuff to worry about, like getting a first down or throwing for more than 100 yards. Now they have to revamp or maybe just take this stuff because what we're doing sucks and we're going to do something completely different. Maybe Sean P- Payton was playing – chess last night and not checkers and he's putting that <laughs> junk out there for Joe Barry and the Packers to take a look at. That's what it was. <laughs> so so is there a universal language Tausch? Like you mentioned you read it and knew like from team to team because every every offensive coordinator, every head coach has their own offense so to speak but so can anyone yep. look at that and read that and know what it means or I, is it like me looking at uh, something yes. in Spanish? Well, I don't know. Again, I'm not going to diminish you and Eric's football knowledge. I don't know if you guys are looking no. at that, if you're going to have any clue what the heck's going on. Right, no, but you, but you, like, get, you speak the language. Yes, I would. Yes, I would hope that Joe Barry and everybody. Yes, you there's football is for as complicated as we make it. It ain't that complicated. You have your personnel groupings, you have your formations, and you have the play. And then now obviously everything can be adjusted and things like that. But yes, Joe Barry could look at that call sheet and say, huh, 
Well, that's interesting. Well, when it's to the field side, this is what they like doing. This is what they like doing. So there's a lot of information, and it's not uh, – it's not like you're trying to read a foreign language. It's, okay, here you go. And by the way, now if you wanted to do that, you put it in your app, and bam, you can read the foreign language pretty easily. Right. So this should be <laughs> Google something. Google Translate. Uh, yeah, translate it up. <laughs> I, this will be something that uh, I'm sure the Packers will, will take a look at. And, yes, everybody that is in the NFL can decipher. This isn't Morse code back in the 40s. This is some stuff that would be deciphered pretty easily. And Eric's got to read, him, read himself yeah, off there. Yeah, there. there are pictures <laughs> got it on okay. social, so you can see everything. All right, so let me see. You got what, can... Black 23 Razor on there or something? Uh, or... <laughs> it's a little. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fox 2, bone, right, just for an example. G-Snug, R-T, yeah. G-Snug right on. Z-Ole, Z-Drive, Ole. Ole, Ole. Ole, that Ole means my O line sucks and we can't block anybody. That's <laughs> but they also Ole means now it it's motion. There's the motion, then you have your routes that you have, and then it's a protection. That's the 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 basics of what uh, what you're talking about right there. Okay. And again, it's uh, you still have to go out and execute it, but it's I can assure you it's not ideal for uh, for Sean Payton's stuff to be out there, especially on a day. That everybody's wondering if the Broncos are tanking. The, the Denver Broncos are a bad football team. Bad hey, we're, football team. We're up against it, Tosh, but you like Bucky tomorrow? I do. I think the, you know, Iowa's offense mm, mm, mm. <laughs> should be a good fun day at Camp Randall. You know what you also said? You said hey, the Raiders. Debbie's all right, right? I know we're up against it, but the elevator gate, she's good? I'm good. Well, what's funny is <laughs> she <gate>. she texted <laughs> here, but we where did that voice come from? Is she still in the elevator? Yes. No, no, I'm here. No, I'm she's safe. <laughs> we were a bit oh, helpless okay. for a moment, Tosh, because she's texting. And it's like, what anything are we gonna do? <laughs> I could press the button, the down button on the little elevator. We couldn't thing. even provide humanitarian <laughs> aid. She's in the box. We couldn't get we couldn't get her food. Blaine, uh, David Blaine, where you're hanging up <laughs> yeah. in that elevator all time. <laughs> Glad she's okay. All right, Tosh, we'll talk again next week on Wisconsin. Have a good weekend, guys. Business headlines are up next. They're sponsored by Old National Bank. By the Get way, Tosh also said Raiders were bad. Just just throwing that out there. Just, just making that <laughs> mean. Fair enough.